It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good morning. KSL News Time is now 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. If you park on the street in West Jordan, listen carefully. Police are giving drivers one chance to move their cars off the street so the plows can get through. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with the latest. Adam? Amanda, a lot of drivers have probably already found pink slips on their cars in West Jordan. Those are from police trying to get those cars off the road so the plows can actually fully clear the streets. Lieutenant Joe Monson with the West Jordan Police Department told KSL-TV why they're doing this. It just becomes a safety issue for people trying to get in and out of their neighborhoods, in and out of their driveways, in and out of their houses. Uh, if the snow plows aren't able to get through, then, then it really becomes a problem for the neighborhood. Now, if you do find one of these bright pink slips on your car, it's your only warning. No excuses if you don't move your car. Well, a tow truck just might, or you'll at least get a ticket. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. To say this year's snowpack is impressive could be an understatement. KSL meteorologist Kevin Eubank takes a look at the normal snow depths this time of year and what we currently have piled up. Tony Grove would typically have 80 inches on the ground, 77, Farmington Canyon, Strawberry 40, 64 Cedar Breaks. You ready for this? Tony Grove has uh, 111 inches on the ground, 31 inches more right now than what is typical. 40 inches more at Farmington at a depth right now of 117. We're up two feet at Strawberry, Skyline Drive, and Cedar Breaks. Incredible snow numbers. Not only is the depth there, but the water in the snow is there. It just couldn't be a better scenario. Now the trick is keep it coming and melt it off in a way that we can just capture as much of it as we can. Get it into the reservoirs, get it into the lakes, get it into the streams where we where we need it. All the new snow means avalanche danger in the canyons and mountains across the Beehive State is considerable. Details from KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff. Avalanche forecaster Craig Gordon says it doesn't matter what activity someone's doing, even something as simple as running or walking the dog could trigger a slide. Any place where you have more people in the mountains, of course, you have the more potential for people to trigger avalanches. He tells KSL TV if you're going into the backcountry or even the foothills, you'll want to have the latest forecast for the the area you're going to be in. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Ukraine marked the first anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion overnight with a defiant president, Vladimir Zelensky, speaking to Ukrainians in a video address. Zelensky calls February 24th, 2022, the longest day of our lives. He then pledged to push for victory this year. ABC's Patrick Rival is in Kyiv this morning, where people are bracing for a potential large-scale attack. Ukrainians are bracing to see if Russia will launch more missile strikes to mark the anniversary. And overnight, the UN General Assembly has overwhelmingly backed a resolution calling for Russia to withdraw immediately from Ukraine. That is a very powerful signal that the world is still appalled a year later by Vladimir Putin's war. The president and U.S. allies are marking the one-year anniversary of uh, Russia invading Ukraine with a virtual meeting and talk of more sanctions. 
G7 nation leaders will hold a video conference with Ukraine's President Zelensky to coordinate the next round of military aid as well as delivering more economic punishment. Go after more Russian banks, Russia's defense and technology industry. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre saying other nations are planning on tightening their economic vice on Russia as well. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. The NTSB has released its findings on the toxic train derailment in Ohio. Their findings show an alarm alerted the crew about an overheating axle. Eleven of the train cars carrying hazardous materials were derailed after additional brakes were applied to stop the train train after the alarm sounded. Five were carrying more than 115,000 gallons of vinyl chloride, which is an explosive. The investigation is still underway. Let's get uh, first look traffic here to start the morning. And Andy, hopefully if they've got those barrels leading into downtown out of the way. No, they don't yet. Uh, they're working on it, but we've still got some slowdowns coming into downtown from about 13th South to the 6th South exit in downtown. That's why you'll see. In fact, that's right now the only delay you're going to see on the freeway uh, in between Ogden and uh, Utah County. Still snowy on the roads down in Utah County, even a little bit of slowing going south in Linden and north in Provo. And then the further south you go, the worse the road conditions get. Guys? All right. We'll check back in a few minutes. The University of Utah's first safety conference takes place today. KS on his radio is Mark Jackson. On the heels of a big settlement between the school and the family of murdered student Shifan Dong comes a day-long conference focused on campus safety. Dr. Jill McCluskey is set to deliver the keynote address at 920. The conference will explore trends, new approaches, and best practices to prevent cyber attacks, explain federal law related to firearms and opioids, a discussion on the year of bomb threats at the U, and exploration of the work of the university. City's behavioral intervention teams. The safety conference runs through 5 p.m. at Eccles Alumni House. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. In sports, the Jazz won a nail-biter last night against the Oklahoma City Thunder. It took overtime. All-star Laurie Markinen carried the Jazz in the fourth quarter and three free throws with only seconds left to seal the win for the team. Some air fryers may do more than just cook your food quickly. Kasori is recalling more than 2 million air fryers sold in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico due to a risk of fire. The Consumer Product Safety Commission says wire connections can overheat. The company says it's received more than 200 reports of the air fryers catching fire, burning, melting, or smoking, as well as 10 reports of minor burns. The air fryers were sold between June of 2018 and December of 2022 at a number of online and brick-and-mortar retailers. The model numbers involved are listed on the commission's website. Daria Albinger, ABC News. We finally got into the air frying game. Uh, Do you so- love it? Somebody gave us one for Christmas, and it comes in handy. I bet. With uh, some I frozen want one. items. I've yeah. never, I've not, I'd love one. It really uh, makes them quick, makes them tasty, too. The uh, most followed woman on Instagram is ready for a break. I'm 30. I'm too old for this. Selena Gomez announcing on TikTok Live on Thursday, just one day after surpassing Kylie Jenner as Instagram's most followed female, that she's stepping away from social media. The Cleveland Clinic says stepping away from social media is good for our mental health and social health. So how do you know when it's time to take a break? According to the clinic, you'll know it's time to step away if you can't stop comparing, you start scrolling without realizing it, you notice you're annoyed by everything you see, you can't enjoy whatever you're doing without posting about it first, or social media just isn't fun anymore. That's ABC's Will Gantz reporting. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. 
I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.